This is the Dylan Piper Podcast. Hello, Wesley. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, man. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Hope you're okay. Uh, everything's good. I'm glad to be here. Why don't you just start off by telling everyone a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do? Oh, sure. That's an open-ended uh, question. But uh, <laughs> my name is Wesley Williams. I'm 22 years old. I'm from South Florida, which is where I am uh, calling in from today. Uh, I'm an extreme unicyclist, and I was on this season of Britain's Got Talent along with you, although I didn't get to meet you at some point. But uh, it was a great journey. And I'm so uh, happy for all my UK followers, since I have a big base there now from BGT. Yeah, and um, how did you get into unicycling? Oh, okay. So when I was six years old, I got a unicycle from Santa Claus. And um, from then, I learned how to ride it right away. Then my mom took me to the circus. And that was what I tell everybody was the worst decision ever, because (laughs) I was hooked from there. And I wanted (laughs) to be a circus performer. And I did. I went on to be, I I started performing my first birthday party when I was eight years old. Uh, and I don't know who thought in the right mind they would pay me to do their birthday party, but they did. Uh, and then from then I started when I was like around nine working at a theme park and I would pay to go in the theme park and then, uh, work inside. And the people hated me inside because they were getting paid to do it. And I was paying to come in and do it, but eventually (laughs) the theme park closed. So I started working locally around town. And then by the time I was 15, I was touring with, uh, America's only youth circus, which is called Circus Smirkus. Uh, and then uh, come my last year in the youth circus, I signed a professional contract instead. So uh, here I am now about five, six years into being on the road by myself. That's really cool. And um, you said you like like the circus. Do you have any other circus skills that you do? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so I do all kinds of different circus stuff. Um, the most recent thing that I took on was I have a, a full-on dog show, which is... Uh, it's hectic. (laughs) Uh, I have like four dogs and uh, I started this about two years ago. Believe it or not, two years ago, I was not in the spot with unicycling that I I am now. It was kind of a thing that I did and it was a unicycle act and it was great. But in the US, if you have more things to offer, obviously it's better for your income and you know, you know, with your time, you can make more of it. Uh, And so I started forming a dog act with one act, one, one dog grew to two, grew to three, grew to four. And then that's it cap there. No more. (laughs) Um, But um, then, yeah, so I I have a dog act and I, it was on America's Got Talent this year and I produced that uh, while it was actually kind of crazy. I don't know if this is a first, but I was producing two acts on America's Got Talent while I was on Britain's Got Talent. So <laughs> that's awesome. And um, yeah. what is considered some sometimes a, ma- a circus act is magic. Have you ever tried magic? Oh man, I'm no good at magic. I, I'm the person. <laughs> I'm the person at the party that's like doing magic, but it's not magic. You know, <laughs> like just being being hilarious. My bro- my brother had a uh, like a party the other day with some friends over, uh, keeping it small. But my brother was like, "Do you not do not try to do any of the stupid magic tricks?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> he know he knows that I'll do it, but uh, I'm I'm no magician. I think maybe I got a magic pick when I was little, but it never really stuck. I was kind of into the unicycling because once I unicycled, I unicycled around my neighborhood, and then I saw people looking at me, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I tried a unicycle once before I have, but I kept falling off. So I, I haven't really tried it, but I might get uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it takes a little bit, man. It's just it's just like it's just like a bicycle. You know, more people learn how to ride a bicycle because it's normal, right? 
they'll they'll just keep trying it because everybody else does it. unicycling not everybody does so it's yeah. it's not as it's not that much more difficult than a bicycle people think it's a lot more difficult but i'll let them keep thinking that because i have a good job <laughs> do, you, do you get like weird looks if you go in if you go in down your street and you're on a unicycle do people look at you weird <laughs> <laughs> well you know they when i practice outside my house because that's where i learned everything i was self-taught so i practice outside my house um oftentimes the cars will drive by i'll have to stop what i'm doing or I'll just have to finish the routine because I just got to get it in. And they'll just stop and watch and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I definitely don't go for like joy rides. People like think that since I'm a unicyclist, I just go for a joy ride on the unicycle. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't. I, there are plenty of people that do that, but that's not me. And um, aside from BGT and AGT, what's your favorite place that you've performed? Oh, that's a difficult one, man. Um up until this year, I hadn't, well, 2019, I guess, almost close to this year. I hadn't really performed outside the U.S. Really? I performed only in the United States. And it's kind of funny, the the way that I got the opportunity um, to get on Britain's Got Talent, I hope you weren't going to ask that because I'm going to answer it early, <laughs> but, but um, was, believe it or not, uh, I got the opportunity to go in America's Got Talent and Britain's Got Talent from a performance in Russia. So it was kind of crazy. I went to Russia and I got all these opportunities. Uh, and it was what was you doing I in did, Russia? I was, I was at a circus festival, the first one ever. Uh, I went there and I had no clue what it was. And I just thought, oh, I'm just gonna go do my act. I'll get paid a little bit, this will be fun. Uh, and I went there and it was a huge circus festival. And there was like every single producer of every dream show that I ever wanted to be on was there in the audience. And so I was like, okay, well, it's game time now. So I better, I better show up. And so I did. I, I did really well there. I won bronze. I didn't think I was going to take anything home. Really? I was like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get a little participation trophy and, and leave. And, but I won bronze and oh, so, so. Uh, I got a, I got a bunch of contracts from there. And then really that's the contract or the, the place that I was that spiraled this successful year, despite coronavirus. I was really lucky because that happened in 2019 and it really bumped up a lot of things. After that, I went to Spain. Uh, I went to uh, the UK. I uh, went all over a bunch of different places. But um, yeah, and it, if it wasn't for COVID, I'd be more. <laughs> so, do you know when you done your audition? Was that in the London yeah. Palladium? I was in London Palladium. Ooh, let me see the date. I want to say like 23rd of January. Really? Yeah. Um, I think I, yeah, because we were on the second show, I think on the 19th. Okay. But, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I was in the London Palladium. It was, believe it or not, it was kind of weird because I was supposed to go, they were worried about my act. The original idea, if you guys want an insider, was Britain's Got Talent wanted me to ride from Royal Box to Royal Box on the tall unicycle. Really? And, and you you performed there. So you saw the little gap between the stage and the, and like the stage and the, the judges platform that the yeah. judges desk sent on. And they were like, yeah, you think you can ride through here? And I was like, no. <laughs> like there's no way because on the tall one I can make cuts like that but it just takes that much longer you know what I mean it's just like a delayed thing uh and also it was on a downhill because it was it was a, a theater and uh so then I told him I don't think it's the best idea uh so then they moved me up on stage but because they had that idea and they wanted me to they wanted to build me a platform on the royal box up there and build all this and it actually kind of came down to the lady from the theater being on my side because she was like, Madonna performs here next week. And if you ruin something, but she, then this is going to be terrible. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm more important than Madonna. Come on. <laughs> but but uh, yeah. So anyways, they flew me. What I was trying to get to was they flew me in like a week early 
to figure everything out. So I was supposed to go much earlier. And by the time we ironed out all the details, uh, I think I went on Tuesday or whatever that amounts to. I don't know what it is, when it was. I think it was the 23rd, like I said. Oh, cool. But um, so do you know, your how, how tall was the unicycle in the audition, the highest one? How big was that? Yeah, it was 22 feet. Anton Deck did me a, a favor there and said in the final <laughs> that it was 21 feet. They can't get my age right because I'm 22, but the unicycle was 22 as well. And so they've been playing with 21 and 22. I don't know where they get those numbers from, but it's okay. I'll take the younger, the younger age and the taller unicycle. <laughs> but and, um, um, yeah, How do you practice feet. that high? Do you just do that on your street at 30 feet Yeah, high? actually, actually, I started out with a 16 foot unicycle and I started out in my street uh well obviously i had been riding different heights before that yeah. but the tall ones when i got into the tall ones so i got a 16 footer i climb up in the tree outside my house i got on the unicycle and i was scared to death and my dad was like come on just do it do it and so i was like okay i'll do it so then i rode and i rode up and down the street all day that day and my parent my mom was scared to death don't do that without my dad and blah blah blah, blah, blah. anyways uh i went two weekends later and i performed it in a show don't do that kids do not try that at home yeah. <laughs> so ob- obviously we know what you do is very dangerous have you ever had yeah. an accident i have i have actually in russia when i was talking about russia um so believe it or not when i was in russia uh, i got extended so my contract there after i did well in the competition they extended my contract so i performed for a week for the russian public uh and in that flooring there it was like a rubber like playground floor i don't know if you guys have that in the uk where yeah. like if a kid falls it's mm. kind of like a, a tire and yeah. uh and the unicycle act doesn't work so well on that because it's tire against tire and my platforms i bounce up the stairs with them and uh so i was on the four-wheeler that you saw in the in the show believe it or not that was like one of the first times obviously in practice but i've performed that since the accident um but uh yeah i i fell down off the four-wheeler and i fell on my knee and it just buckled and i dislocated my knee and everything inside and so that's actually a fun thing to tell the audience was britain's got talent was my first performance back from six months off and then dislocating your knee oh yeah yeah and i was like i was like uh you know on the shows they always ask you oh you had a have you ever had a terrible injury and I never say yes. I'll say yes on something like this, but I never say yes because I don't want my story to be about that. You know, for me, it's more important that the story is about my talent and not about my yeah. sob story. And that, you know, that that's what gets you places on these shows is a sob story. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I want it to be about my talent. If my talent's good enough, they'll show that, you know. So um, what made you want to audition for Britain's Got Talent? Um, so actually a researcher, so Britain's Got Talent has a bunch of researchers, uh, that find acts in, I had a viral video that went viral. Uh, it wasn't from me. I've been posting these videos of me working for a long time, hoping one would go viral. And then, uh, actually in Paris, there's a show called Moulin Rouge. Maybe a few of you guys know I what think that I'm is. I don't know what it is, but I've heard of it. <laughs> it's like a dance show type thing. Right. And, uh, he was there in the audience, took a terrible video. I'm telling you, the video was very bad quality and posted it online and it went viral overnight. And I was really? like, of all videos, this is the video that goes viral. <laughs> and, and, uh, that night America's got talent contacted me. Britain's got talent contacted me. And at first, uh, I had already signed with basically had an agreement to go to, uh, America's Got Talent. And when Britain's Got Talent contacted me, I was like, uh, I don't know about doing it because I'm already going to be in one competition already and blah, blah, blah. 
And then I talked to my mom and my mom was like, Wesley, you did Britain's Got, I mean, you did America's Got Talent when in 2015, when I was a kid, I did it. Did it? Yeah, uh, yeah I did it already. And uh, I did the first round, I got the four yeses. And then uh, they kicked us out of the competition. It happens like, you know, like in America's Got Talent, you're supposed to go to the second round, but the producers just make cuts. So how many rounds are there in AGT? There's more than five, five rounds. Because in BGT, it's just audition, semis, and finals. Five rounds. Yeah, and that was part of the reason why I chose BGT. Because <laughs> I'm like, how many times can I recreate a unicycle act? And so basically, when I, I just looked at it more, and my mom was like, it's a great opportunity for you to get outside of the U.S. And so I took my parents' advice. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to go try this out. And, and it, it went really well. But oh, That's I mean, awesome. Was, That's really good. Yeah. And then if you did get to the final, did you have an act ready to do? do, do yeah, you have an man. Act prepared? That, that, uh, this is the first time I'm going to talk about that because I, I really kept quiet because I was kind of disappointed. But, anyways, I was in the top two. Uh, like top yeah, three, that's amazing. Yeah. Top three in the semifinal. And it didn't go perfect. That didn't go perfect. But it was a little bit crazy because um, I was supposed to be the last act of that episode. And then, like, a couple minutes, they had like a mix up with the executive producers and blah, 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 blah. And then I was on all of a sudden. And I had just eaten the dinner that they gave me. I was like totally not ready to go. Uh, they rushed me onto the stage. Uh, and then so I, I just had to go. And so it kind of was just in the music. I didn't hear the music when it, the act started. They edited it behind. But right. the act started with the music. And then by the time I heard it, we were halfway through. So I was already in rush mode, if that makes any sense. Because right. my music, my music would run out. And because of copyright issues, you don't have any like they can't extend the music for you. Yeah. So I was rushing. And so that's why I, I fell down on the other one. Everybody said that was on purpose. It really wasn't. Um, but I fell down on one of them. But it was okay. It made the act better. But anyways, your question was... <laughs> I can't even remember. Why... Um... Ah, killing, golly. Okay. Anyway, oh, yeah. If you question... if you did get to the final, did you have an act prepared? Uh-huh. What would you, what would yes, you have okay. done? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you for getting me back on track. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So basically, I had an act prepared... Uh, and they had the rehearsal facility uh, ready for me. Uh, they built, Britain's Got Talent built, I want to say like $5,000 worth in props for, for the final. That's Everything was ready. Crazy. Everything was ready for me to go. I so they were sure assist- that you'd get through. Yeah, I had my assistant come, come back from, uh, from the U.S., bring me more unicycles, different yeah. stuff. Everything was ready. And uh, we had to get her there for a quarantine. And I already had taken meetings, like in-person meetings with the producers and everything was ready. And then they called me the, the next morning. They were like, sorry, we didn't see this coming, but eight and one. Oh. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going home. I've only stayed here in London for an extra month, you know, because literally, I mean, I didn't get to go into the hotel with everybody else. They got me an Airbnb apartment in London because oh, I needed cool. to rehearse. I, I had to quarantine for 14 days because I came from the States. Yeah. Um, so they got me a Airbnb with a place that I could practice in the back. Wait, a little garden was there. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, so cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the only way, way I told them. I was like, I'm not going to go over there and quarantine for 14 days unless I have something to that I can do something somewhere. <laughs> and so they're like, okay, we'll get you an Airbnb with an apartment, uh, with, a, with a garden. So, yeah. that's, that's really cool yeah and um, yeah, then superstar was, <laughs> <laughs> what was it like meeting Ant and Deck and the judges okay so Ant and Deck like I did my research coming over when I was when I was going for the first audition I didn't really know what who they were but I thought they were <laughs> hilarious and I don't know if the same thing happened for you but 
like they kind of do it very nonchalant when they the, the cameras start rolling. It's just like, hey, how are you? I was I like, was thinking <laughs> I was saying that they're the most talented people I know because they'll just be talking about golf or whatever, and then yeah. a minute later, I welcome back, yeah. and then they straight there. Yeah, it was like Turn it was really own. weird. It was really weird because we were just talking backstage, and they were talking about on the first audition. It never showed on TV. But uh, I also performed on uh, one of the world's smallest unicycles. So I did the tallest and the smallest, and it got cut. It never How showed. How big on is TV. the smallest unicycle? Uh, I don't know if you got the currency. What's the? I think it's like a pint. There is the closest to a dime, but the wheel is literally metal. It's a metal dime, basically. Uh, and Not so you big. have to you have to roll it on fiberglass. Yeah, smaller. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like a, it's around your finger. Yeah, that's about it. But it How does it's, that even uh, work? It's more difficult to ride than the tall one. I mean, it's not as I scary, bet, yeah. but it's more difficult. But uh, so I did that. They cut it out because uh, they wanted to make it a comedy bit uh, with David Williams. They wanted him to come up and, and ride it and act like he can't ride it. And they said he was going to make a funny joke and whatever. And then Simon said, hey, Wesley, I think we've had enough of this. We want you to be a daredevil. We don't want you to do this. And I was hey. like, okay, get rid of it. <laughs> you know, head it out. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. But, and then, was you nervous before your audition? Not really. Um, I don't think I knew how big it was. <laughs> like I didn't. I, I I knew it was Britain's Got Talent. I knew it was a big thing, but whatever. But um, I kind of was more nervous about my injury than I was about the the thing. And I mean, I think it kind of like it kind of happens faster than you know it. I mean, I know that you were like a surprise for yours, but. You're kind of there and they're like, okay, just come backstage. And then it's like, okay. Uh, yeah. And then Antidec just start talking to you. You don't realize. And then they're like, okay, go out on the stage. And you're before you know it, you're done. It's, uh, it's weird. And, and as well with me, I obviously started in the audience. Yeah. And so I, it was like 20 minutes before we, before our act, one of the mm-hmm. producers took me around and then they asked this girl to move. So I had to sit next to her and I was just there on yeah. my own. Looking yeah. Around. yeah. 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 It's really yeah, nerve wracking. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. And believe it or not, Anton Deck, I don't know if you watched my first audition, they helped me with all the props, like they brought yeah. them on, but we weren't able to get a rehearsal with them, like, because they're obviously busy with other stuff. And so uh, they were like, had my mom on the side, you never see her, but my mom on the side, like giving them the props and trying to tell them what to do as the act happens. So I was nervous <laughs> about that. You know what I mean? I was nervous that like they weren't going to bring the stuff or do the stuff the right way, because those unicycles are confusing. If you put your hand somewhere, but they did a they did a crazy good job. Afterwards, yeah. I was like, I'm so yeah. surprised. You know, just as it happened, they did it, and it was great. Yeah, I, I kind of told them like I gave them little notes. They were like, okay, give me a quick rundown, and I was like, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, when I hand you the juggling knives, drop them on the floor and act like act like it's really dangerous because it's not that dangerous. And he did it. It looked hilarious. And, and afterwards, I was like, you guys take good notes, man. Are the knives sharp? Yeah. Ah, yeah, really sharp. <laughs> still really scared. <laughs> and, um, no, they're show, they're show knives, obviously. But uh, yeah. I mean, I've, I juggle more dangerous stuff. For the, for the final, I was supposed to be more dangerous. I was supposed to do chainsaws in the final. But oh. <laughs> Kind of glad you didn't get yeah. through for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I can give away my final act if you want it, because I probably won't use it anymore. But I was supposed to do like a, an incline ramp up on a tall unicycle. I was going to ride up on an incline ramp. Uh, and then I was going to juggle chainsaws on the top, come down. Ooh. And then I was going to ride uh, the world. We were going to break the world record of my current world record for the tall unicycle. And the unicycle was going to have a slow, uh, we were talking with like pyro people, uh, a slow lit fuse. 
that uh, lit the unicycle as it went. So I had 15 seconds to get from one side to the other, and I was in a straitjacket to get out. So it was, uh, yeah. So it was just like a death trap, basically. But uh, <laughs> that's but, crazy. Is yeah, it? I know the. the do you know when you learn to ride? Uh, do you know when you learn to ride a normal unicycle? Uh-huh. Is it once you go that perfect? Is it much harder to ride a 16 foot unicycle? Is it? I tell you. I tell you what it is. I tell you what it is. So like on a normal unicycle, you get very comfortable and just like a bike and you can do it with your eyes closed. Uh, it's when you get up there, the unicycle is much heavier. So like to make a turn, you got to put a lot more effort into it. Right. And then obviously there's no room to make errors, right? Because I practice it and any videos that you might see of like ah, most big performances, I take it off. But uh, online on my YouTube, uh, you can see that I wear I wear a safety line when I can because it's really... If one fall, if I make one fall from there, it's going to be really bad. Be dead. Like really bad. Yeah. And and, a, and another big worry with the unicycle act with me is that if if I fall, uh, the unicycle is coming down as well. Uh, yeah. And that thing is heavy. It's like 90 pounds. So it's very heavy. Yeah. Um, but the big thing with the tall unicycles is when you look down and you're like, you have no. And I've and I've had problems when I'm in the safety line before, which makes you double think about it. You just respect it a lot more. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I had one time my shoelace got caught inside the, the crank of the thing. Oh. It rolled up and threw me off the unicycle. Uh, oh, the you, was one. that just normal, normal one? No, it was 20, 24 feet. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. And so uh, when stuff like that happens, you're like, you think about it, you know, like this can't happen. And with the blindfold, that was the crazy part was that I couldn't, I obviously can't see anything. That's so, crazy. you know, so the problem was for that was that I, we, they couldn't get me into the studio for my rehearsal i'm sure the same was for you but until the day of my performance uh yeah. and yeah my the floor there on britain's got talent it's super slippery yeah uh, for a unicycle especially it, like you you make a turn and you slide like 10 feet how um, do you so turn on a unicycle super, oh you just use your upper body to turn but uh right. but anyways i had to be super careful on everything that i did on britain's got talent because of that stage and uh I thought up until that day that I was riding a circle on stage. So basically the day before they told me you're going to ride a straight line. So I started practicing a straight line, but yeah. So they took me off of the stage. You probably know where it was, but for the people that are listening, they took me behind near the video board and it drops down another feet where like another five feet from where the stage was. And I had to, when I arrived there, I had to lower the unicycle because the height that I wanted to ride for the semifinal couldn't fit. And the lighting guy wouldn't move the lights. Yeah. Uh, so how was, high was, was you like, going to go? I was going to do my world record height is what I was going to do. And so that was 29 feet, one inch. Right. Uh, and then, then, so that would put me, my head about 33 feet in the air about. Uh, and then they had the problem with the lights. So then I put it down to 27 feet. So, yeah because I, I had to yeah it was good <laughs> I, I just i i wish that you know like the judges obviously they had to stand on the other side and that was for covid and i was like begging them to let me let the judges stand closer because they can make a better decisions as i ride you know yeah. um but i was like and wh- what are we thinking about covid i'm like 30 feet in the air this is the safest <laughs> exactly. thing you've had done here <laughs> you know but i i uh i had to like with the safety people and everybody begged to not have a safety line on. Uh, Cause 
the first round was one thing, but this was literally like an obstacle course back there because it goes in and out, in and out in the back. Yeah. But it is what it is, and I did, got to do it, and it was fun, and that was it. You know? And um, obviously, you're on AGT as well, like we, like we talked about, but what's the main difference between BGT and AGT? Oh, good question. Good question. Going to put me in spot like that. All right, guys. I like BGT more. No. <laughs> no. Um, Britain's Got Talent and America's Got Talent is very different. Um, America's Got Talent is very much a business operation. And then Britain's Got Talent uh, is, I mean, it's great on America's Got Talent, but Britain's Got Talent, the crew is amazing. Like there's yeah. a bunch of ants running around everywhere and they're all just happy as can be. And it's like, where do you guys get this? Uh, that's what I said. Uh, that's one of my favorite things. Everyone's just so nice. Everyone, every, yeah. the crew amazing. Exactly. Yeah. And then, so that was, that was amazing. And those people like, literally there was nothing you could tell them and they wouldn't take it with a smile, you know? And so, uh, and America's Got Talent, it was a little bit different. Obviously, uh, I actually had to like basically withdraw from uh, America's Got Talent because of Britain's Got Talent because they right. collided. So I left America's Got Talent directly and came to Britain's Got Talent. Um, I actually filmed my quarterfinal performance in America's Got Talent and it never showed because I went to Britain's Got Talent. Um, Yeah, so it was, it's a different experience for sure. America's Got Talent has a lot more exposure worldwide, but uh, I think Britain's Got Talent has a lot more, uh, what do you say, class and royalty to it. You know, it feels, it feels (laughs) more... It feels like this is like a bigger stage, even though America's Got Talent is the biggest talent show out there. Yeah, it seems. But it's BGT is the original, so. <laughs> yeah. BG, yeah, BGT seems laid back as well, doesn't it? And like, yeah, in yeah, yeah. the semis and the final, you get a rehearsal. Yeah. And um, it's just four people in the judges' seats, and then yeah. when the judges are there, it's the same thing, just four different people. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Britain's Got Talent is very much like that too, and the. I would say the biggest thing that I enjoyed from Britain's Got Talent was that obviously I'm danger act. And so the things that I come up with are going to be crazy uh, to make, obviously to make it look good on TV. And this is how we got to do it. And this is got to do it. And Britain's Got Talent, every time you told them something, they took it and they try to make it like 10 times better for you. On America's Got Talent, you would give them the idea and it would kind of just like go through layer after layer after layer and not really get there. Right. But it probably had to do with where my standing was on both shows. On Britain's Got Talent with, outstandingly well on my first one and then on america's got talent i arrived there and i was supposed to do the same type of thing but one bag went missing before i arrived on america when i was on america's got talent so i had to do less of less than what i did on britain's got talent and then they told us there was no audience so it was a lot different you know so so you've done you've performed in russia you've done bgt and egt what plans do you have for the future what's next oh goodness my man um i think I don't know what the future holds. Uh, I knew a year ago what the future holds. Uh, as of a year ago, I had like everything planned out. But with COVID, everything's changing daily. Uh, I'm supposed to be back in Europe for this Christmas. But I just got told yesterday things are getting canceled because of COVID. Yeah. So uh, I, I only have uh, the one the one goal that I have is to perform in the, the highest class places. And I have a bunch on my on, on my list. And uh, Europe is a big thing for me, but mostly just uh, getting my name out there. And I think I've kind of done that, you know, with BGT and AGT, people know who I am. And it's same for you, you know, people know who you are now. And so that's the biggest goal for me. Yeah, that's amazing. And um, who's your biggest inspiration through all of this? Who's your biggest, who's been your biggest inspiration? Oh, good one. Biggest inspiration. I don't know, man. It's difficult. There's not that many extreme unicyclists out there. <laughs> 
Um, it doesn't have to be unicyclists, uh, anyone. <laughs> biggest inspiration. It's a good one. Um, I think, goodness, biggest inspiration. I don't know. I'll have to think on that one. Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, Dylan Piper is my biggest inspiration. No, I, 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 gain, I gain inspiration from a lot of people. Um, you know, I take inspiration from a lot of different places. I, I enjoy uh, performing in its whole, like uh, designing the costumes, doing the music, doing everything. Uh, so I think may, maybe like, uh, maybe Tim, 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 if you're watching from, from VGT, <laughs> my biggest inspiration, that guy made a lot happen for me. Yeah. Tim, Tim is brilliant. And, um, do you know our big photo used in the semifinal? Yeah. You're going to send it to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, that was in Aberdeen where we live uh-huh. and London is probably about a four hour drive. And Tim uh-huh. drove all the way up to pick it up and drove back on the same day to pick it up for us. <laughs> oh my brilliant. God, he's, he's great. He he took, after my semi-final, like three days later, he just called me and I thought, okay, we're going to be talking about something. And he was like, he wanted to take me out to just go have a day on London. Let's just go check everything out. He's like, you can't stay there alone for two weeks. Let's just go out. And I was like, are you serious? That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's really so cool. We yeah, it was cool. They're so sweet, you know, all the people there, like I said. I think that was the highlight of BGT for me was the people. Yeah. And um, if you had to give someone some advice, if they're auditioning for BGT or AGT or just want to get into cir- the circus world, what advice would you yeah. give them? Uh, my biggest advice would be um, always be thinking of something new. Uh, you always have to be evolving. If you stay in one place too long, somebody's going to catch you. Uh, and so that's the thing for me, even though I do unicycle act and I do stuff that's been done for many, many years, I try to put my own twist on it. And I've done that for many years and how you present it and, you know, just put all your time into it. And then my biggest advice for BGT slash AGT slash talent shows is, uh, give it your all in your first performance. Don't go out there and hold anything back because you don't know how many people go and audition on that show and never make it onto TV. Uh, you know, so just go out there and give it every every ounce of what you got. And if you make it to the semifinal, assess that then, you know? Oh, that's, that's, an, that's some amazing, amazing advice. And yeah. um, how can people contact you? Do you have um, Instagram, Facebook? You can text me. No, I'm joking. Don't text me, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, all my social media is at One Wheel Wesley. Um, and then my website's wesleyowilliams.com. And you can find me on all social media at One Wheel Wesley. And YouTube is, you, you can just search my name. You'll find me there. I, I have a weird username from when I was like 12 years old. I can't figure out how to change it, but <laughs> it's all good. And um, I leave Wesley's contact information in the description below. Great. So Wesley, thank you so much for doing this. It's been a pleasure. No, thank you, man. I appreciate it. It was nice to meet you. We didn't get to talk about you much, but... You did a great job. And I wish I, I wish we got to meet, but someday someday down the road we'll get to Yeah, meet. hopefully, yeah. All right. Well, tell tell hello to your – well, say hello. Can I speak English? <laughs> say hello to your family for me. Yeah, okay. You too. Thanks. All right. Bye.